Um, oh, why? Okay. You're recording what? Okay, so I'll do that first highlighted part. Should we start doing like a hot takes section? My most recent hot take was that all crepes are slimy, and I don't know why people like them. So, what? Okay. Okay, I'll start. I'll actually get started. When, no, 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 no. I want to talk about this. Okay. Where are you getting the crepes? I feel like I only get them whenever somebody forces me to get them. Someone's like, I'm craving crepes. Let's are, go. I don't disagree with where your head's at. I think I understand it. Okay. Well, I just don't know why I would eat eggs and cheese and sausage rolled into a pile of slime when I could eat them that's, separately. That's, that's, like a, that's like an unfair thing to just like, <laughs> you just like called it slime. Like it didn't even have a chance. So I don't know. I think I understand what you're saying, but I don't know. So I'm ready. Now that we've covered that, let's get on to the, the way we work. work. So the way we work will never be the same from where we work to how it gets done. Better Product is bringing you a new series, The Future of Work, exploring products that are powering the change behind the way we work, collaborate, and communicate. Megan, before we dive in, I want to share... This is like kind of like a hot take, but not really, but it's just like my opinion. If we had proposed this show like two years ago, I, in fact, we might have proposed this series like a couple years ago, and I wouldn't have been down with it. You want to know why? Why? The Future of Work series, you yeah, mean? Yeah, the Future okay. of Work series. Because uh, two years ago, everybody that was talking about Future of Work felt really... I don't know, disingenuous or like very like automated, like taking the humanity out of work. And you know, we work in Innovate Map and we're like in each other's faces. Like it's like too much. Like we we need some time away. Like you actually just moved to New York City because it was like, it was too much. Yeah, I had to get away. You had to get From away. From you specifically. So I didn't, I didn't love the future of work trend back then. But then COVID happened and we all went home and I changed my perspective on it mainly because like I had to experience it. And part partly for me, the future of work rubbed me the wrong way because it was so like remote and hybrid oriented. And I had been a remote employee at my last two jobs and I hated it. Like I hated not being around people. Well, it was either remote and hybrid oriented or it was all about like replacing people with robots. Exactly. And then everyone yeah. got mad and distracted. So there was no exactly. point in talking about it. Right. And so it was like if we had tried to propose a series, like I felt like that was like the only tone that there was. Now that we're doing this, I feel like everything has changed. Obviously, there's the pandemic that happened. But what I'm excited about on this series is we're covering people who I think took different approaches. Like Zoom is cool. Like Zoom is like the only way that any economy stayed afloat last year. Like that's like insane what they've been able to do. But it's not the most compelling, like inspiring product. Because it doesn't have to be. Everybody needed it. And so they're like, okay, we'll just give them right. what they need. Yeah, it's we like don't criticizing need to water, I guess. At that point, yeah. Yeah, water is just water. Like, yeah. But if you don't have it, you die. So that's kind of how Zoom was. But still, you want to like spice it up with like a different type of tool. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because I used to not like the concept of future of work. Now I do. And partly it's because I've had to experience it, but also because I think we've got some really cool products that are doing different stuff in the future of work now than they were two years ago. Yeah, we actually have some insightful things to say this time around. Exactly. And we've had to experience it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So Megan, why don't you tell our listeners about the first guest we're going to have in the series? Yeah, sure. So Chris Byers, he's a CEO of Formstack. Um, he's always pretty much been on the cutting edge of technology and culture. Would you agree with that? 
Oh, for sure. So like for background, Formstack is a remote first company and we'll, we'll probably repeat some of this on the show, but they're based here in Indianapolis. So a lot of, so we've, we've been familiar with him um, in Indianapolis for a long time. So, and I think he's been on the forefront of culture here in the tech scene as well. I think mainly because they were remote. Yeah, specifically remote culture and yeah. how to build that. Right. And so by doing that, you have by nature a good one. But I think he's done such a good job at that. Yeah, I would say he's definitely kind of at the forefront. They were founded, I think, like 15 years ago before the future of work, like any of that existed. And, you know, they've always kind of had what the future of work is today at their core through all the stuff that they sort of built. Um, and so they've always been trying to enable as many like non-technical users to, to do their jobs um, as fast as possible. It just so happens that there's the trend now, future of work that they're sort of locked in on, but they're kind of ahead of the curve 15 years ago. Okay. So we have Chris Byers from Formstack as our first guest in the series. Who else do we have coming after him? Kate Donahue from Pitch, Alexander Ambericos from Remotion, Dominic Zane from Around, and Paige Costello from Asana. So what made all of these products and these people stand out to you so much that we wanted to include them in the series? Well, I think Asana is a little bit like Formstack. Like we've known Asana for a long time. They were doing future of work stuff before it became hot. So I think that one is really just seeing how they support the future of work. And I know a couple others that you and I have known because you make a lot of decks, presentations and stuff. So Pitch... Um, although we aren't using Pitch because our clients don't use it. And I actually talked about that with her. So we need to start using that. Okay. Well, then Around is the Zoom disruptor. Right. And that was perfect for us because our office had become hybrid where we needed some people in person talking to people remotely, which is a lot different than last year when we were like all remote. So Around is a product that helps support hybrid meetings with people that are in person and remote. And then lastly... One of these was inspired, which I also haven't used myself, which is Remotion, which is making a product that really sits in the background while you do your work, which I think would be great for you. You're a designer. There's nothing worse than like having to schedule a Zoom to like do a design review. Wouldn't it be better if you could just bring people into your design file? And that's kind of what Remotion does. Plus, he's in New York, which you're in New York now. So it's like we're cousins or something. <laughs> right. You, you, you probably know <laughs> yeah, him, right? You know You're in yeah. New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. There's only like a few million people eight there. You've million. probably seen him. Yeah. yeah. Just 8 million. So anyway, th- those are kind of like the thoughts behind having them. And we probably could have had dozens more products. Those are some that really stood out from a design, messaging, brand, and just different approach to, to work standpoint. So that's why we're going to cover those. Great. Well, then I'm going to step into the shoes of our listener here for a minute and try to pitch you some questions. Louboutins. Louboutins. Okay, cool. Yeah, ideally. It's getting the image everybody's got. Yeah. So I'll I'll throw you some questions I feel like may be on their minds. So a big hot topic, we're also probably all sick of hearing it, is this hybrid work versus fully remote versus fully in the office. I know there are some CEOs that are super passionate about fully in office, some that are fully passionate about fully remote at this point, and some that are kind of all in on this hybrid approach. So for the people that are extroverts and are really wanting to get back into the office, are they going to be able to get that same energy if their office is still hybrid or even fully remote? For the fully remote people who are used to sitting around in their underwear and have gotten kind of used to it, and it's pretty nice, and they don't have to talk to people all day long, do they have to go back into the office? Well, I definitely don't want to weigh on what I personally think, because I think that's the point. Like Everybody should have a wider range of preferences now. I think for our company, we are kind of in person. Like even as we built up the New York office, you're the first one to go there, but we've always kind of wanted to have people around you. 
that being said, we now... I haven't always wanted to have people. I'm kidding. Well, there you go. So now you have hybrids. So you can choose whether you actually go into the New York office, but we've at least like built around you to make sure that you have that option. Other companies may dictate being in person. Um, And then I know others are just going fully remote, but I think that's kind of the point that we're at a stage and there's products and technology that support all of those rather than this kind of, I don't know, the Twitter battles where it's just like so black and white, like one is bad, one is good. It's like, actually, it's all a preference now. Okay, well, then the other question I have is, does remote culture exist? Like, I already kind of think of company culture as, yes, it's a thing and it needs to be a thing, but it's also kind of this hippy-dippy concept that not everyone's always bought into. And remote culture seems even harder to get those skeptics to buy into. So is it just kind of like a lame spinoff of internal culture? Is it truly its own thing? Can it be better than in-person culture? I think that's another big question. I don't know if I have a perfect answer for that either. I think I have my from my history in working what I think would happen. But I I think that most company cultures, when you are geographically co-located, were kind of like born out of that culture itself. So like you see a difference in the New York culture from Indianapolis. Now, is Indianapolis much different than like Cincinnati or St. Louis? I don't really know. But I think when you have that culture, you have a culture driven by the type of work you do. So in tech, there's that sort of MO. But then I think most of the culture is driven by the people and really the leadership. So to your point, yeah, I think the remote culture should just follow the culture that's established. Like even with Chris Byers and Formstack, I mean, you should be able to establish the type of culture you want and the people that embody that culture or also buy into it probably exist all over the world. So you just, you put that culture out there, attract those people. I don't think they have to be necessarily around you. So I would say like, there's not a remote culture. It's just like, can you really define culture and also have those cultural values exist remotely just like you as would in the strong office? As as in office. Yeah. I think the major difference between our Innovate Map New York office culture and our Innovate Map Indie office culture is the types or the I guess the colors of clothes that we wear. New York's very neutral. We're yes. all blacks, whites, navies. Every time Christian shows up, he looks like a Christmas tree. I did. He's in like um, six different colors. I have never been that self-conscious about my clothing than when I came and visited there, which is very on brand for a Midwesterner to be self-conscious. So that fit <laughs> my culture. But it's very obvious that I've, I didn't. I didn't. Well, the yeah, color I know is important to you. So what outside of color would you say is different about the New York office culture of, for Innovate Map in Indies? Not much yet. It is, I feel like it is still kind of an extension of our indie office culture because it's currently only me and Diana out there. So I think as we start to hire more people in New York, we're going to build our own more of an in-office culture that may be a little like bit a different subculture. from indie. Yeah. yeah. To me, like as a leader in the company, I'm excited by that. Like I don't want like this one monoculture. Like I think that's kind of silly. Like even a city, because people would be like, oh, New Yorkers are like this. But like you go to New York and there's like, 18,000 neighborhoods. So there's pockets of cultures. Like what New York, in fact, does really well is it's like a platform for many cultures to coexist around each other. It is the melting pot. And I think that's, I mean, my other issue with the the talk of like workplace cultures, like it doesn't have to be just like one monoculture. So anyway, I think it, you're right. It's kind of early, but it is exciting to see what will happen. And for me personally, I, I like new cultures emerging rather than just like 
how do we keep enforcing one culture everywhere we do? Like, let's just embrace it. So Christian, what do you hope ultimately listeners take away from this series on the future of work? I hope people experience a little bit of what I've been experiencing, which is opening their mind to the possibilities. So I hope that through the product lens, you see that it's not just Zoom. There's remotion and around and that it's not just about productivity and tasks. There's a sauna that supports a bunch of different types of work and that you don't have to be locked into the old legacy tools like uh, PowerPoint. There's pitch that supports something new. So I really just hope people in general don't necessarily say, oh, this is a, the product for me, but like they expand their minds on on what it means to do work in the future and really hopefully learns about some new products that they didn't know about before that are sort of innovating in the space. Thanks for joining us as we kick off our latest series. And if you haven't yet, be sure to join the Better Product Community. We've got all sorts of content and resources for you. And if you want more audio, don't forget... The Business of Product is our latest show to join the Better Product Network, and you can find that and more at betterproduct.community.